The drive-through is GTM's monthly news episode and is sponsored in part by organizations like hpdejunkie.com, Hooked on Driving, AmericanMuscle.com, CollectorCarGuide.net, Project Motoring, Garage Style Magazine, and many others. If you are interested in becoming a sponsor of the drive-through, look no further than www.gtmotorsports.org. Click About and then Advertising. Thank you again to everyone that supports Grand Touring Motorsports, our podcast, Break Fix, and all the other services we provide. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Break Fix. I'm your host, Brad. With me, as always, is Eric and Tanya. Hey-o. And this is the drive-through November edition. As you all know, the drive-through is our monthly recap where we put together a menu of local racing and random car adjacent news. Now let's pull up to the window number one for some holiday shopping news. That's right. This month we're taking our traditional holiday shopping article and bringing it to you in podcast form. That's right, Brad. It's that time of year again to answer the age old question. What do you want for the holidays? Most of the time, we've already bought what we've needed throughout the season, but your loved ones really want to get you something. So what do you get for the enthusiast that already has all their toys? But before we get deep into gifts, this time of year, I'm often reminded of those commercials you see on TV with the Lexus in the driveway, a big bow on the roof, and an unsuspecting new owner shedding tears of joy, or that car hauler full of silver Mercedes, and that one red one driving alongside that you just have to have for your loved one. I'm pretty sure plenty of people do buy new cars for the holidays, so that got me thinking, let's play a round of what car should I buy? holiday edition what do you say guys well you know one car i would love to see in my driveway even though it's probably got too much power is the gt500 that we talked about on a previous episode it's got more power than the gt350 and sometimes more power is too much power but not in this case give me a gt500 and i'll be a happy man since somebody else is buying it for you what color should it be there's no other color in the world but black my friend Dark black blue? with black racing stripes. No, no dark blue with white Shelby stripes. What's wrong with you? What the hell's wrong with you? Dark blue? No, 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 no. Do you know me? You don't want red stripes on your black. I want black, black on black with black leather, red piping on the leather, and maybe red strips on the racing stripes. Very thin pinstriping on the racing stripes. I will have to see if Hot Wheels makes that for you, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. So I think if we have to go back over previous cars that we've talked about, I'd love to see a brand new Z400 in my driveway. That'd be a car I'd love to have for Christmas. Can you imagine that? I don't think I would go for yellow or or that poo brown, but a nice silver (laughs) would look pretty cool. With racing stripes or without? Uh, You know... I'm thinking maybe the old school Datsun livery, you know, the blue and the red, but I, I just, I'm not a big fan of stripes. So for me, I, I, I like it just in its natu- natural look. It's like, it's like highlighting your hair. You know what I mean? It's just, it doesn't do it for me. You don't want a car with frosted tips? <laughs> no, no. I think I could do with that. Only in my 5.0. <laughs> so Tanya, over to you. What do you think? Uh, Alpha, anyone. Even the 4C? Sure. I mean, who wouldn't want a 4C? I mean, if there's some rich European entrepreneur that just wants to gift me a car, I'll happily take their custom-designed bespoke Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> what? Only in red, though, right? Oh, of course. Why not? Is there you any other color that Ferrari comes in or should come in? Ferraris are like Ducatis. They come in, in ketchup and mustard. That's, it. That's all they should come in. <laughs> if you were shopping for a car this Christmas and it had to be a 2021 model, what would you be looking forward to? For me, my answer is going to be the same as for your next question. Uh, So I'm going to reserve that until we answer the next question. Yeah, that's really hard, unfortunately. I like small hatchback vehicles, which are dying. (laughs) (laughs) So if and when I eventually need a brand new car in the future, I'll probably have unlucky one choice. So what you're saying is the Mark 8 GTI really doesn't do it for you right now. I don't even remember what it looks like. Um, <laughs> it looks like a Corolla hatchback. No, actually, you know, honestly, the Corolla hatchback is it's not, not bad looking. Terrible looking. I've seen several on the road. Yeah, but I don't think I'd want one. <laughs> what about the Veloster N? Since you like hatchbacks, no. no, 
No. If you want me to answer this question, it, it, so I, I am changing my answer a little bit, not that I even gave one, but so if I had to buy a brand new 2021, I'd, I'd, I'd be looking for something. And I talked to somebody earlier today about this. I'd get one of those lifted, you know, hatchbacks, maybe like a McCann turbo or something like that, um, because I would want to lower it and then use it as my track car, because those are some of the only things I fit in. <laughs> that is some sound logic right there. But since we're talking about SUV-like vehicles, a car I would rather enjoy for 2021, and I was surprised to still see it available for sale today. So if anybody's listening, I wouldn't mind if a Lincoln Continental showed up in my driveway, all in black as well. But in addition to that, if I was- Tanya wants an Impala, that's what she wants. Matthew McConaughey in the car or not All right, all right, all right. (laughs) You get Will Willis from Forge and Fire instead, no no Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) But (laughs) no, I think uh, in all honesty though, if I look at the rest of the Lincoln lineup, I've seen the Corsair on the road a few times. I really like the way it looks. I think it's a nice compromise between the Mark C and the Mark X. It's a really good looking car. And now they just introduced the Nautilus, which is going to be in between, you know, what used to be, you know, the big old Navigator and what was the Mark C to kind of replace the Mark X. And I like the way it looks in profile, really nice seven seater uh, SUV. So again, if I was in that market as, as a family man, I would kind of steer my eyes towards Lincoln if I had to buy a new car for 21. So good on them. It's making some really cool looking cars these days. If money's no object, and this is all fictitious, I would definitely go look at an Audi RS5. But having driven a previous year S5 or A5, I don't even remember now. It's been a couple of years. That was quite an enjoyable car to drive. 21 model year RS5. There you go. If you had to buy an EV for Christmas, knowing what we know now, and Tanya, our resident EV specialist here, what would it be? This year, so for Christmas, we're buying one. Yeah, let's say you could buy one now. None. It, what do you mean because none? There's no choice in America. She would buy a bicicleta. Tesla, Tesla, and then like Chevy Bolt or Volt. I need to know which one. So let's say hypothetically, of the ones that we talked about this year, if you could buy them now for Christmas, which one would you pick? Does it exist? It has to exist. Can't be you can you, you so I, I'm I'm qualifying this as it doesn't have to be in, delivered by Christmas, but you can put a deposit by Christmas. Oh. I like that. I like that. What if it's just the concept? <laughs> That's fine too. It, it exists in some form. I form. want my Fiat Panda Retro EV. <laughs> I'm with you there. I'm with you on the Fiat side. I really like that 126 concept that we talked about. We've been interviewing a lot of other people lately, and we've gotten some interesting feedback on the EV market. And I think Brad was probably going to go there as well. But somebody actually brought up the Lucid Air. And I thought that was really interesting. So people are definitely diving into all these different models of EV that are out there. Now, obviously, the hypercars, I'm not really interested in. I think I would have a tough choice on what I would buy as an EV. But I'm, I'm with you on the Fiat side of the house. I'm still waiting to see how the Volkswagens turn out. There hasn't been the right car yet for me. What about you, Brad? For me, it would either be the, the Audi, I guess it's the e-tron or whatever, the Q7 looking thing. I, I've seen a couple of those on the street. I think they're pretty slick. And if I was putting a deposit down on something, it would be a Mach-E. Yeah, you know what? I take that back. And you're right. I do like the Mach-E. I want to drive one. I mentioned the other day to somebody I drove by the dealership yet again, and I haven't seen one outside. happens to be a Ford and Lincoln dealership. That's why I've seen the Corsair so many times. You know, it's not out yet, so I'm kind of disappointed in that. At least in our area, it's not available yet to test drive. But I agree with that. The Mach-E is a good choice. And I think in addition to that, since I'm still kind of on this weird Ford kick right now, I'm kind of holding out for that E-150 pickup truck that we talked about. I really want to know what that's all about. I want to know some more specs. I mean, that's definitely on maybe my Christmas list a year or two from now, but I'm still very excited to see where that goes here in the near future. Good on Ford. Some interesting stuff for a change. Like I, I'm usually pitching the Chrysler flag all over the place. But yeah, time, I know. Your, your Mopar gods are very angry with you right now. I, I, you're you're going to go outside and your Jeep's not going to start. I'm going to be smoted momentarily. He's usually banging his fossil fuel drum, too. Pun intended. New year, new you. Okay, that's what it's all about. You got to embrace the change, I suppose. Yeah, new year, new fuel. What, what kind of skitter car would you buy? <laughs> All right, moving on. So we've been, next we've got Tanya apparently wants to talk about an electric Bugatti. Tell us yeah. about it. So I, I like the, the news article title 
that I saw. Bugatti is selling a $35,000 electric car for kids. And I read that and just said, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I, I think an alternative title might have worked here. They could have used Bugatti, rich people doing rich people things again. <laughs> Because I, 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 what happened to the couple hundred dollar, you know, pow, pow, power wheels? As a kid, I remember seeing, you know, oh, they have a power wheels. They must be rich. They, they got a lot of money. In hindsight, I'm those poor destitute people. I mean, I don't know how they got by with their plastic power wheels. So, but, but this article is about the Bugatti Baby 2. And yes, 2, it means there was a 1 before it. So Mr. Bugatti, he made the baby one for his son, his eight-year-old son at the time. I mean, sure, you're Bugatti, why not, right? But the baby two, this is geared towards teenagers. And so we heard it starts at that modest $35,000. It doesn't look like a Chiron or a Veyron or anything like that. It's a replica of the 1920s Type 35 Bugatti if you're familiar with that. Same Bugatti blue and everything, right? And you've got that base model that's at 35,000, but there are two upgrade versions that you could choose, starting at 50,000 or up to 68,000 or 75,000, depending on the article you read. <laughs> and they come with the speed key. Now, if you're familiar with the Chiron, the Chiron has a speed key, which unlocks the pow pow power. So the models are the vitesse, French for speed, and the pure sang, pure blood. And when you engage the speed key, these pre-learner's permit drivers can get up to 42 miles an hour and drive it in the driveway because they're not street legal. So I'm not really sure where these people are going, but I'm gonna suppose that if you have $70,000 to spend on your child's toy, that the grounds you live on probably are pretty impressive. So there's space to go driving. I don't know. There's a lot of, I have a lot of questions here. I don't know about you guys. Mainly mine are why. And the only thing I could come up with was rich people, rich people things. Well, my immediate answer was it's French and I was just going to leave it there. <laughs> I would need to buy two of them just so I can wear them around the shoes. I think it's cool. And let's just say you have the budget and you're like, man, I want the coolest go-kart that I can buy. And it's a replica Bugatti type 35. I mean, yeah, that's pretty slick, right? Go-karts could you buy for $35,000? It would go faster. You can buy legitimate shifter carts for less money than that. That's but here you go. You can buy your Bugatti go-kart for $68,000 or you can buy your little shifter cart for 15 grand and dump, you know, 50 grand into it and completely blow it out of the water for half the cost. Since we were talking about kids and motorsports and electric vehicles, if you don't want to spend all that money on the Bugatti Baby 2 or the Aston DB5 Junior, you should consider getting a go-kart. And Brad has said that probably more than once. So if you're looking to get into the world of karting or need to upgrade your gear, the friendly folks from Race Factory USA, who we had on the show a while ago, are extending all of our listeners a 15% off promotion on complete carts for anyone who uses the code GTM15 on orders through January of 2021. So you're looking to gear up for next season or you want to get your kid into karting and not have to spend 68 grand on the hyper key and all this kind of thing, get yourself a US built and designed go-kart from Race Factory. Do they have a DE cart? <laughs> Because I don't race. <laughs> it's the DK card for you, the uh, Donkey, Donkey Kong edition. All right. So moving on from that. So we haven't talked about motorcycles very much we or at not. all. And apparently there is a Texas startup that is going to be building an electric motorcycle called the Vulcan Grunt. All right. Let's, let's stop there. Because the names are getting really, really good these days. I, I don't make the names up. I just read the names. So let me get this right. The Vulcan Grunt. So not Vulcan, Vulcan. Not and not Voltron. Not Voltron. Vulcan. And not Groot, Grunt. Exactly. Now, now you're with us here. All right. Brought to you by the letters. <laughs> 
So the Vulcan Grunt is going to be a super affordable EV motorcycle. It's going to be priced at just under $6,000. So $5,995. And it's going to be ready allegedly in spring of next year, spring 2021. The motorcycle is going to have 50 horsepower, 75 foot pounds of torque, and a 60 mile an hour top speed in a hundred mile range. Now I just heard everybody keel over going, what the heck? My understanding is I don't think this is at all intended to be a street legal bike. So I don't know much about bicycles, but there were some comments talking about how this bike is very similar looking to a Rokon and even similarly named, I guess. So for people, motorcycle enthusiasts and, and kind of off-roading vehicle enthusiasts, you might know what, what that is. So the intent is this is more of a hobbyist or worker bike. So if you had, you know, your, I guess it makes sense in Texas, you're on your ranch and you want to get from one side to the other, you hop on your little electric bike and you scoot across the, the ranch, or maybe you're going to go out hunting or something. And, and this is your bike that does it. It's, it's basically a, an electric dirt bike. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it from that perspective, I can see the, the appeal. I can see the use. I can see sneaking up on wild animals much more easily because you don't have the nee, 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 going on where, you know, you can hear them from half a mile away. So I, I kind of like the idea. I could see this being very popular in Asian countries, like especially like Vietnam and places like that, where motorcycles are extremely popular and they have a lot of bikes that over here, we would consider not street legal. I could see something like this working out really, really well. I'm really shocked by the numbers though, because when you tell me, you know, hundred miles of range and 60 mile an hour, I'm thinking moped on steroids, not motorcycle. So, I mean, neither here nor there, but you know, I'm still holding out for the Tron light cycles. So when those become available, please sign me up. Yes. And apparently this company too, they also do like AT, electric ATVs or they're going to be doing electric ATVs. So they're very focused on this off-roading hobbyist, not street legal running down the highway market. So interesting. So if you're in the market for anything, uh, look out for the Volcon Grunt. At your local Grunt dealer, head on down. All right. So we talked a little bit about cars and I think it's important we get back to holiday shopping. Today is Black Friday. So let's talk about deals that are out there. Today is Tuesday, my friend. Shut up. <laughs> Today's gray Tuesday. <laughs> it's burgundy Tuesday. So our holiday shopping guide is traditionally divided into three categories for your garage, for your ride, and for you. So let's talk about some awesome gift ideas for this holiday season. So if you're tired of carrying around an air tank or searching for air around the paddock, look no further than this Ryobi portable air compressor, lightweight and no larger than your average impact gun. I have to say I've got one, Eric's got one. I think he's burned out one of them using it so much. I've got an actual air pump that connects to the battery of the car. And I find myself using that 5% of the time and the Ryobi 95% of the time because it's so convenient. So it's a good piece of kit. Yeah, and it uses the same batteries that all the other Ryobi tools do. So you've, if you've already invested in Ryobi on your shelf, you know, the green brand versus red, yellow, blue, and the rest of them. Yeah, it's the 18 volt one plus system and you can quick charge it in 30 minutes and be out there in, inflating all sorts of tires, bicycles, you name it, even ball, basketballs for your kids, right? And it's available on Amazon for as little as 30 bucks. One of our favorite things, and it's a recurring item on our holiday shopping guide, is the Quick Jack. The Quick Jack is the world's first and only portable car lift to truly meet the needs of wrench turners and professional techs in any situation. It was designed to be taken to the track. It is a portable lift. It's also known as the Ranger Jack, if you search for it on the web. It is able to lift various weights. They make three different models, a 3,500 pound, a 5,000 pound, and a 7,500 pound model. They're very low profile when they're closed and it's modular and easy to move around. And it fits under just about every vehicle. It's ideal for tight situations where you don't have head height in your garage and for very low cars where a typical two post or four post lift won't be able to get under the car without putting it up on blocks first or something like that to be able to lift the car the rest of the way. I've had mine for over five years now. I've had very minimal issues with it. A couple silly things, you know, like O-rings on the quick connects that have to be replaced after tons and tons of use, you know, changing fluid, which is cheap, you know, five bucks for some ATF, you know, things like that. 
But if you're searching for one right now, Benpack, the manufacturer of the Quick Jack Ranger Jack is offering a $150 off if you order through them, or you can buy it through Costco. And the Black Friday sale for the Quick Jack is $250 off. So thanks to Brett and John Richter for bringing that to our attention. And for anyone out there that has a home and you've got a furnace in your home and you need air filters, KNN has filters for your furnace. They are lifetime warranty, washable, reusable. You, you buy one KNN filter instead of one box of the throwaways and you're set for life. So check it out. They've got them on Amazon right now. They've got a number of sizes to fit your needs. So go get one. Absolutely. And these are supposed to be hyperallergenic, Merv 11 rated, a bunch of other stuff. I have one. Tanya has one and a few of other, other members jumped on top of it. I really like the quality of the KNN HVAC filter. It's an aluminum frame with their typical washable filter material like you're used to on your car that you would put in the car's airbox. So I saw it as a plus. And for the price of what I was paying for 3M or other brands at that same level or higher Merv rating, one KNN was the same price and it's going to last me probably a lifetime. So something to consider next time you got to change your, your furnace filter. And you're also forgetting the most important fact. Every KNN air filter gives you plus five horsepower. Oh, I put that sticker on my furnace. So <laughs> you have yes. to. Yes, for, <laughs> for when the tech comes out, he doesn't just toss it away. He's like, this is a reusable filter. Don't throw away my KNN. That's exactly what it is. Perfect. So speaking of that, you want to spruce up your garage. Now that you've got it all nice, warm, and toasty and running with fresh air, check out the vintage racing posters available at allposters.com in varying sizes from different eras of racing from Le Mans to World Rally to IndyCar to Formula One, you name it. There are tons of color prints as well, but their black and white prints are exceptionally beautiful. I have a lot of them hanging around my house and obviously prices vary. So it's a great way to bring some motorsport into the house and have an artistic twist on it. And if you're busy working in the garage, tucking your possibly race car away into a deep slumber for the winter, or maybe doing some tune-ups to your daily driver. Perhaps you're getting thirsty with all the hard work you're doing. And if you are nostalgic for the old VW camper vans, then this refrigerator might be for you. It's a retro VW fridge inspired by the old VW camper van. So when you look at it from the front, it essentially looks like the front of a VW camper van. Comes in two colors. It comes in a light blue, uh, like a turquoise or a burgundy color. It's not the largest fridge in the world. They're about two by two by five foot tall. It's a very large mini fridge, but it's slender and it's sleek looking. And I do not know if you can get it in the United States because it's sold out of the UK. So I have yet to find the price because about three clicks in, I still wasn't at a price. If you're interested in it, it might be possible to get it here stateside and keep yourself uh, hydrated this winter. <laughs> so if you're hungry and you're looking for something different, little known fact is that Volkswagen actually has part number 199398500-A, currywurst, which apparently is specialty sausage made in-house at the Wolfsburg factory by about 30 employees that are trained in the art of making the sausage slash part-time butchers, etc. And the majority, unfortunately, of these sausages are sold directly within the different VW plants, but then you can actually find them in grocers across Europe and VW dealerships will also give some away. So if you find yourself in Europe anytime soon, get over to Germany specifically, find yourself a VW dealer or go try and get to the factory and get yourself some currywurst. They do not, unfortunately, ship it to the United States. But if any of our German listeners are listening, please be sure to send these to us. Reach out to, to GTM uh, on our website and we'll give you an address to send them to. We'll pay for them and everything. But we are dying to try these sausages. Yeah, and I didn't realize they've been making these sausages for 47 years. This is not something new. This has been around for a long time. 73. The people's sausage. The people's sausage. <laughs> So to round out things you should get for your garage. Do you remember the Bugatti Baby 2? That's my pair of shoes. <laughs> no, but Aston Martin oh, man. doesn't want to be outdone by Bugatti. And they too are offering an electric kitty version of one of its iconic 
cars the db5 oh james bond mm-hmm. it's so, jimmy bond jr <laughs> so it's not for your everyday person okay this is rich people stuff again all right so let's just <laughs> she's like i you get it rich people doing rich people things yet again let's just calibrate here for a second okay because sixty thousand dollars for your child to have an electric car now wait a minute that outspends the bugatti wasn't the bugatti 58 or something like that the actual cost range because of course there's different models right that one as low as forty-seven thousand, or as high as sixty thousand. now you're absolutely right the starting price of the baby two was thirty-five thousand. But it's top of the line speed key blah 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 was sixty eight thousand. Oh, sixty eight. That's what it was. So they are in line with each other, okay? And not only that. So there's so there are two models of the DB five electric junior, and its top speed is thirty miles an hour with a twenty mile range, and then there is the Vantage model, which goes faster. <laughs> And that's all they said. So I don't know how much faster it goes, but it goes faster. And if you recall, the Baby 2 also had a 30-mile range. And then its expert mode would go 30 miles an hour. But then the speed key is what brought it up to 42 miles an hour. So I could only assume that the DB5 is going to be something on par with, you know, the Bugatti and be around 40 miles an hour as well. (laughs) The real question is, is there a James Bond version that has like... I don't know, oil slicks to come out of it or something. Smoke That's smoke. way better than the speed key. I need all the booby traps and grenades and smoke smoke screens. But yeah, I mean, get that on your Christmas list. Well, before we move on, the, a little note on the Bugatti and the, the Aston Martin, the, the little baby two and the DB5 or whatever. Those aren't for your garage. Those are for your kid's garage. Don't you have to have like a separate structure for your kids to park their little toys too? I mean... Yes, but more often than not, they'll probably live in my garage taking up space and I get to trip over them and curse at them constantly. So yeah. Not if you've got enough money, though. <laughs> Your kids are going to have their own little garage. They're going to have their own little driver of their own little DB2 or DB5 or whatever. Can we, can we get baby butlers? <laughs> <laughs> yes, little baby butlers. Those are older children. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the younger you're gonna have multiple kids, and then the youngest one is gonna be the little baby butler. I can just imagine this baby in diapers, like detailing their Bugatti, wax on, wax off, Miyagi style. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> like Biff from Back to the Future. <laughs> you're, 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 it's all signed up for you, boss. <laughs> but if you're looking to put something extra special in your garage this year, you are still in time to help us support the International Motor Racing Research Center by entering to win a brand new C8 Corvette through their sweepstakes. If you don't want the C8, you can also opt for $50,000 in cash uh, as the first prize option there. The sweepstakes have been extended to the end of December. So December 28th is when the sweepstakes end and then the drawing will begin. They've also extended us a great promotion code. So if you want to up your chances of winning that Corvette or winning the cash, use the promotion code at checkout, KIP25, to get bonus tickets when you make your purchase. All proceeds from the event go to helping fund the International Motor Racing Research Center. And please be sure to visit the episode that we recorded with them previously. And you can find out all the details about the center and everything they do and how they provide and give back to the motorsports community. So great cause, great people. Best of luck if you're trying to win that Corvette and get it in your garage this winter. So to continue on with the what should I buy, Eric, what would you buy for your garage for you? Or what do you want somebody to buy for you for your garage? You know what I really want? That alignment I want No, I want that set of every size of 10 millimeter socket that exists. You seen that thing going around? <laughs> yes. I mean, for the love of God, I have lost every 10 I can think of. I know exactly where they are. <laughs> I know where Mountain Man Dan's are. They're in the woods because I dropped them there. <laughs> 
I've bought every 12. I don't know why, but because you can't find the tens in the store, you can find the 12s. Exactly. So yeah, I really want that mix match setup socket. So that, that's definitely got my name all over it. It's not um, exciting, but I actually would like a set of really nice, really nice, whatever. I would like a set of the uh, like jewelers screwdrivers, those type of really thin, but also long that you could reach, like if you had several inches that you need to reach, but you need a very fine Phillips or flathead, I would like yeah. a set of jewelers. I'd also like a set of uh, nut drivers, the, the, the multi-size. Yeah, because I'm tired of using like a, a socket and a, a wrench. It's it's a pain in the ass. I'd rather just have, you know, some nut drivers. I know something that Tanya would like that was on a previous holiday shopping article. Those are the indexed wrenches from Gear Wrench, those dual pivot ratcheting wrenches. Those have come in super handy on multiple jobs where it's very difficult to reach and very difficult to turn Wait, the wrench. Are those the ones that were such a gigantic lifesaver when we changed the steering rack on that Yeah, one? they're oh, super oh, awesome. Those those turned a freaking six-hour job into 45 minutes. <laughs> only yeah, that, six hours only because it takes you that long to reach the freaking bolt. Yeah, you're moving an eighth of a turn at a time. Those index wrenches were a lifesaver. And I've used them for multiple jobs. You set them where you want. I mean, you're talking, you know, very severe degrees of angle where you can set that thing and then you have all this motion or you leave them wide open and you literally pump it like a train piston moving a wheel. And I mean, it's so awesome, the ability to reach with those things. So I could see that on Tanya's list for sure. And another thing I need is new blades for my Dremel because cutting the hole in my the, for the insert on my bumper, I broke about four of <laughs> those stupid blades, the stupid little wheels. And if Mountain Man Dan's listening right now, he's he's yelling at his speaker going, you need an angle grinder. That's what you really need. I was cutting plastic. I wasn't cutting anything you serious. Can, hey, you can still cut with an angle grinder. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I need his plasma cutter to cut plastic. That's what he's saying. I'll fix it right up. So let's move on to gifts for your ride. Keep your eyes out on the Garmin Catalyst driving trainer which is now being sponsored in part by Ross Bentley, who many of us know through Speed Secrets and his many webinars, and he's come to personally coach uh, some of us through the Motorsport Safety Foundation, and he makes guest appearances at many clubs, you know, Chin and HOD, et cetera, et cetera. He is involved in a AIM-like device, which looks like an old-school Garmin that you'd have up on your dashboard, GPS base, and it's designed to coach you through a lap, make you faster, work with you, eliminates the human factor, but it uses a bunch of AI to analyze your laps and make you go faster. Before we move on though, I want to say about that Garmin, I pray that the person giving guidance and uh, advice and stuff, the computer, the AI that's talking back to you is Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's I, be dude, I, uh, I you so cannot want- get to the chopper if you do not take the turn and get the apex. The apex is out! You must track out! <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. Where's my tortilla? But anyway. <laughs> I, I will say the price tag is hefty on this thing. And if it wasn't for that, boy, does it look gorgeous. The user yeah. interface and, and everything like that. I mean, whoo, looks like it would be a high quality product, but outside my budget. I think we all gasped at the price, but it is priced competitively against the AIM Solo 2. And especially the Solo 2 DL, the ones that offer the OBD2 services and things like that. So I don't think it's too far off. It's a little shocking because a lot of us don't think about your aim so many years ago. And it's one of those tried and true devices that you've made the investment and it pays for itself over the years. This is the next generation of a tool like that. Now, what I'm really excited for is what's aim going to come up with? in retaliation to this device from Garmin, because Garmin's the new kid in this space, right? So maybe they'll send Garmin back to making fitness watches and uh, AIM will come out with something even better. Garmin makes more fitness watches. (laughs) They've been making, you know, but they got the bicycle huds and everything. So especially when you're going off trail and things like that, they've got a lot of hiking um, GPS watches and, and things of that nature. So, I mean, uh, they, they clearly can do the GPS function. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, was, I was just poking a little fun at Garmin, right? As seen in our GTM article, The Battle Against Brake Dust, which is a multi-part article that I wrote about trying to keep your track wheels clean, I found this nifty little tool that's made our shopping guide more than once. It's known as the Brush Hero Pro. 
And basically the way it works is it is a water rotary. And a lot of people online, if you go read about it, and I've done a couple of reviews in the positive light for this tool, will say, oh, this is going to scratch your wheels. And oh my God. And these are really the car show purists that, you know, they want to rub everything with a diaper and that's totally fine. But for everyday use with the right soaps and everything, the Brush Hero is an amazing tool and it saves a lot of time, especially if you have multi-spoke wheels older wheels, you know, basket weaves, you know, things like that, that are just a pain in the neck to clean and never really come clean with a traditional brush or rag. The Brush Hero, again, is a water rotary. It is not electric. It is powered by your water pressure. It spins the bristle brush while also using four jets to inject water into the cleaning area that you're looking at. It turns at low speed. The bristle brushes are of different types and it comes with four of them when you buy it. They're all pretty soft. There's just more bristles on one than the other. So it's kind of a coarse clean versus a detailed clean. I've been using mine now for a couple of years. I love it and I, I don't wanna go back to cleaning wheels the old way. So if you wanna learn more about that and how it works, go to our website, gtmotorsports.org and search for battle against brake dust. You can read out all about it and about the chemicals we used and we tested on the various wheels along with this tool. If you're interested in buying the Brush Hero, you can find it on Amazon for 45 bucks and you can buy replacement brushes in a multi-pack for about 10 to $15. So, and also check out our YouTube channel for a review of the product as well in action. This next product is designed to help you not be left on the side of the road with a flat tire. These V-Safe Universal Solar TPMS Wireless Tire Pressure Monitoring System has four external cap sensors, real-time display. I use it on my trailer. It works really well. I haven't had any issues with it. It's great to know what my uh, trailer tire pressures are at, you know, as I'm going down the road because, I mean, you can only look back and see them, you know, so often. So uh, it's available on Amazon, $72.99. Uh, get it. I agree, man. It's great to have that early warning system and an ability to monitor my trailer. And I'm with you. I can't see it. I mean, I'll, if the wheel flies off, I might be able to catch it. But at that point, it's too late. Or if I'm dragging a flat, it's really hard to tell with it being that far behind me. So having a TPMS for the trailer is, in my opinion, crucial hardware for your ride, for your rig, if you're if you're using trailers a lot. And even if you're not going to the track, maybe you're just pulling a landscaper or you're, you're pulling a tractor or even horses, this would be great for any trailer application or anything where you just want to put a tire pressure monitor on a wheel and tire and you don't want to have to get the onboard ones like you would have on your car. But since we're talking about tire pressure monitoring systems, you know, a lot of us spend time at the track worrying about our tire temperatures, worrying about our pressures and what's ideal and when we can really give it the beans in a corner. You know, are my tires hot enough yet? Am I getting that heat in the rear that I was looking for? Well, there's a company out there named Orange, not to be confused with the Formula One team from many years ago. They make a universal tire pressure monitoring system. It comes with four internal sensors that you have to have mounted to your wheels. And then it gives you a real-time display that you can mount on your dashboard, you know, permanently affix it or Velcro or whatever you want to do. It'll give you different alarm functions for if the tires are too cold, if the tires are too hot, it gives you internal temperature of the tire. It also gives you pressures as they're changing. And there's a couple other different modes you can use on that same display. I personally have this device. I think it's absolutely awesome. It's been a lifesaver at the track, especially doing time trials and other things, because I'm getting real-time data from my tires as I'm out there on track. And then I know, hey, my three warm-up laps, they're warm-up laps. My tires are ready to go. Let's go for it. Let's, let's put some hot laps down. So for you know the 130 bucks that this unit costs, I think it's well worth it. The other thing is the tire pressure monitors themselves are probably the most expensive part. And oddly enough, I did a little research and it seems like they're using Ford off the shelf TPMS sensors. So if you blow one out, you can always get more. And they also say that you can buy more sensors and link it to the one head unit that you have. So you could have multiple sets of wheels with TPMSs on them. So I think it's a valuable tool. It's a great time saver. Don't have to worry about parameters and all that kind of stuff. And it's giving you that functionality that a lot of the modern cars have. So for those of us with older vehicles, this is a great plus and a great little gadget that'll help you when you're out there. And if anybody from my viewership is listening, this probably would have helped me not spin in turn one at BIR if my tires were actually up to the right temperature. So uh, anybody that's worried about my safety, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, I'll continue on with the what should I buy? How about for your ride? Oh, thanks for my ride. I'm weird because I'm still trying to get parts for the Wookiee wagon from Europe. And so I think one of the things I really want are the center caps for those ALMS wheels, the VW style ones instead of the Audi ones. I've been looking for those forever. So that's on my wish list right now. And hopefully I'll be able to find them. I know it's a UK thing or, or, or European thing, but hopefully I can track a set down. I've been asking people all over the place. I've been scouring all over the web looking for them. I too would like a set of center caps. <laughs> Oddly enough, because I lost one, unfortunately, off the Mille Miglia wheels that I have on my daily driver. And then a second one broke, which I have it, but one of the, it's missing two of the pegs now. So I don't trust it to stay on anymore. So I have two out of four. So another set, which I know are available, I think on the grand Ebays. So what about you, Brad? What about for your car? What are you looking well, for? Well, you know, I'm not as, uh, my cars aren't as close to being done, I guess, as your guys' cars are. So there's huge things on my list, but you know, it's nothing that I would ask anybody to get me. But if Santa was listening and feeling generous, I need a roll cage for the, the GTI, uh, which means I also need fixed back seats. Anybody that wants to go down to OG and, and test fit me, <laughs> you can get me some seats. I'd like a new stereo for the Tundra because the stereo that I got, the junkyard stereo doesn't have Sirius XM for some stupid reason. So I need to get a new stereo for the Tundra. And uh, yeah, that's what I want for my rides. Maybe a gift certificate to crutchfield.com, right? The, uh, the audio uh, superstore there, right? That might be something to think about. Not to be confused with our Crutchfield, but yeah, crutchfield.com. I do need that. Well, I don't need it, but. <laughs> we don't need any of this stuff. <laughs> we don't need any of this stuff, but if Santa were just magically dropping stuff off, the adapter for the aux cable on the older style radios, it doesn't have that. So you don't have to use the car cassette adapter, which still works flawlessly. <laughs> <laughs> which a member actually recommended the exact unit or the component to to buy that is some retro stuff right there hey man that car cassette adapter still works <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about gifts for you not necessarily brad but for you the automobile mm. no, no no i need i need all the gifts <laughs> many of you may or may not know the delorean motor company still exists it is based out of texas and they are still working on developing a new version of the DeLorean. And we wrote about this in, a, in an article earlier this year that Mountain Man Dan put together because he's a big fan of the DeLorean, unbeknownst to most of us. But you can now own your own time machine. And I'm not talking about a Goldwing stainless steel car. No. Texas-based DMC Motors has licensed the rights to DMC logos, uh, style, patterns, etc., to the UK-based Charlie Foxtrot watches to release a line of DeLorean-inspired DMC watches. And so the website is dmc-watch.com. They have seven different styles and they clock in, haha, pun intended, between $130 and $150 US. So they're really affordable. They're actually very stylish. All of the bezels are stainless steel. And you can check them out on the website. Really cool stuff. So yes, you can now own your own DeLorean at a very affordable price, unlike the DeLoreans that are going to be coming out of Texas, which will probably have a sticker price well above $100,000. Do they come with a line of Coke? <laughs> One of the things that's come across our desk, and we're actually trying it out this year with much success and much enjoyment, is a subscription service known as Petrolbox. It's the number one automotive enthusiast subscription box. Each box contains hand-picked items, including tools, wearables, garage gear, detailing supplies, magazines, collectibles, coupons, and more. Every box is different. Every month is different. Every month is themed. There is no contract. You can cancel at any time. Boxes do range from $20 to $40 a month, and there are discounts if you go with a full year subscription. I've had Petrobox now for about six months. I've been happy with every box that's come. It's been a great thing to have. Lots of really cool stuff I probably wouldn't have bought myself or have known about. So it's, you know, new products to try, some really unique tools, really cool gifts and potential giveaways. Speaking of boxes, Road and Track actually has a 
Boone Track Kids Club. Basically kind of a similar thing where you get a box maybe a month or at some frequency and it's it's car related things geared towards kids. So there might be little Hot Wheels cars in there. There could be comic books that are car themed. They're specifically made. And then like, I think there's even little trading cards that have cars on them. So they're trying to get kids engaged and excited about motorsports. So if you have any little kids of varying ages, maybe it's something you could look into for the little ones. Not you, but your you juniors. Uh, I think I'm going to sign up for this service myself. Hey, you said Hot Wheels, you have my attention. <laughs> the post office has released for the first time Hot Wheels inspired stamps. So you can start using those on your Christmas cards as you're getting prepared. But in addition to that, if you're a Hot Wheels collector or Matchbox, which is owned by Mattel as well, and you like collecting that scale of vehicle, be careful while you're out there. I happen to do this myself. There are collectors out there who are spending thousands on limited and rare editions of Hot Wheels cars. This is not new news to really anybody that's in that space. A lot of those old red line Hot Wheels from the 60s and 70s, things like that, they're worth a mint. But this is also the reason why when you go to your local Target, Walmart, Walgreens, whatever, you can never find the hot edition cars of the year. And little trick to people to do collect or you're looking, look in different states and different areas because Mattel distributes different paint schemes, different models to different parts of the United States and hope that the collector network distributes that almost like coins being minted in Denver versus being minted in Philadelphia and how they, you know, make it from one coast to the other. So Mattel implements a similar strategy and they also do limited quantities and limited batches of, of certain vehicles, paint schemes, et cetera. So not to diverge too far on that, but since we're talking about the post office a little bit, They've also issued a small little die cast matchbox size postal Jeep that you can buy for $5.99. And I think they have a larger semi truck option, which is about 30 bucks. And the money goes to helping USPS out. So if you're into, again, collecting the little matchbox Hot Wheels type cars, you could add a USPS postal truck to your collection. Very cool. But speaking of collectibles, auto art, for those of you that might not be familiar, is probably one of the number one brands when it comes to making replica die-cast vehicles and models. They range from, you know, 118 scale, 143rd, and so on. But they've also gotten themselves into making automotive-related household items. And as an example, they have a Weber carburetor salt and pepper shaker. It looks just like a two-barrel Weber or a two-barrel Delorto if you're into Italian carburetors. And they also have a, a, a Camaro muffler spice grinder. They have towel racks in the shape of upper stress bars. They have all sorts of interesting cutlery and cups and dishes and things like that. Really cool stuff. And the prices are actually quite reasonable considering you know, how expensive the models can be from, from time to time. As an example, the carburetor salt and pepper shaker retails for around $100 right off of their website. And remember, AutoArt is top quality replica. So all things coming from AutoArt are going to look like the original item and or very close to. So really cool stuff. Very unique talking piece. Somebody comes over and goes, why the heck do you have a carburetor sitting on your kitchen table? Well, here, you want some salt? You want some pepper? Have at it. And for many of us enthusiasts, when it comes to fashion, socks are the new tie. Everybody check out Heel Tread and their collection of motorsport and racing inspired socks. They've got other things too, a couple other little things, but mostly socks. <laughs> Anybody that follows me on Instagram uh, knows that I, I got all my groomsmen these socks. Uh, I've got probably 10 to 15 pairs. So I'm, I'm all in with, uh, with Heel Tread and I love them. So uh, go get you some. Yeah, you started a whole nother collection problem for me. Now I got I got watches, I got cars, I got socks. <laughs> as long as nobody buys me ties, we're okay. Because I think ties are out. You're right. Socks are the new tie. And what and what motor or what a heel tread is doing now is they've actually got some inspired. I think earlier in the year they had some that were inspired by tanks, and now they've got some that are inspired by airplanes. Uh, it's like the World War II era, like the fifty one Mustangs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, it, really it, cool. they've got a really cool collection. The, the way they tie into the the vehicles, they don't have pictures of cars on them. They're inspired by these vehicles and the designs and everything, and they're really slick the way they do it. Really retro, really cool. I like them a lot. And act now because they are having a Black Friday sale, and you could get up to fifty percent off select styles 
on their website. That's actually really good considering the MSRP on the socks ranges from nine to $12. So you're talking about a high quality pair of dress socks for like four and a half bucks to six bucks. That's really, really good. And to be perfectly honest with everybody that's listening, they're one of the most comfortable dress socks I've actually worn because I would wear them to work every day. I didn't get the hole around my calf where the elastic's biting into my, biting into me or they're falling down all the time. Like you buy a brand new pair of socks, you're always yanking them up. They've been great. And I almost don't even realize I'm wearing them. And to be even more transparent, I have a pair in my track bag that I wear with my Sparco booties Mm -hmm. because they are, you know, not a hundred percent synthetic. They are cotton based. So I can wear those, you know, underneath my racing suit and stuff like that. And I like the fact that they're thin and they give me that feel and, and I don't have to worry about yanking them up all day. But I think over time they've kind of developed, it's almost like a hybrid dress kind of sports sock they're a little bit thicker a little bit more comfortable they don't wear through like like other dress socks do uh so i I think they're they're a great piece of kit and i'm still looking to try out their sport socks i just you know i kind of wonder because i do like low cuts but i'm like are you really going to see my lotus or porsche golf livery inspired low cut socks if they're low enough in my shoe. I mean, so for me, I'm, I'm still on the fence about that. So he'll try the GTI ones. So he'll, so he'll try If you're listening, I'll take us, I'll take a pair to try them out. They actually did send me a pair of free socks. It's more for you to enjoy as you have your feet up on your ottoman or your table, enjoying some Netflix or Hulu or Amazon prime. It's yeah. When, when, when you're watching the latest uh, car inspired, you know, Netflix documentary and you've got your, your auto art salt and pepper shaker eating your, your dinner or whatever and you can watch your having a drink out of your vw fridge as you stare across your toes yeah you're enjoying your vw sausage well, as i'm watching my baby butler buff my bugatti baby too <laughs> try saying that 10 times fast <laughs> so speaking of apparel what else is on the list brad I'm wearing one now. Everybody's got a shirt from Blipshift pretty much nowadays. I think, uh, I think everybody in the in the North Americas has a, a Blipshift shirt uh, to speak of. Uh, I'm wearing the the GTI one. Uh, I've they've got many different styles. Uh, they've got the the thicker ones. They've got long sleeve. They've got short sleeve. Mine. I've I've started getting the tri blend because I found that they don't shrink uh, as much. Uh, the the thick ones, the heavy duty ones, were a little too much. Uh, a little too thick for me, especially for summertime and stuff. The the fitted ones, I liked them, but they shrunk really quickly. Uh, the tri-blend seemed to be the way to go for me. Uh, and they've got all kinds of different styles. Every single day, they come out with a new design. Every once in a while, I don't know if they're doing it now or not, but they, they roll out past designs to have like a huge sale, I guess, to clear out inventory. Uh, you don't have to get a t-shirt or a long sleeve shirt. You can also get a poster of the designs. So yeah, go to Blipshift and, and get some of that cool stuff. So since we're still talking about apparel, our friends at OG Racing are doing closeouts on various brands of helmets. So there are some really great deals out there on 2015s, right? And as, as we learned on the safety as a system episode, there's a reason to update your helmet more often than the 11 year expiration period would suggest. Remember that 2015 helmets are good until 2026. And a lot of the 2020 helmets are just now starting to ship and you may not be able to get them until next year. So honestly, if you've got a 2010 right now and you're trying to get into something else uh, because they expire next year and maybe a little later because of COVID and not having the track time, you know, getting into a 2015, a helmet that's five years newer, it's going to have newer hookups in it. Radio hookups are, are becoming standard now. You're not allowed to drill your helmets anymore. So, you know, as we learned, you know, the posts are going to be in there, all that kind of stuff. The Black Friday sales for OG Racing are running from November 20th through December 7th, and they're taking 20% off all closeout items, including SA 2015 helmets. That's all brands, your Ruse, your Sparkos, your Stilos, your Bells, and so on down the line. Apex Pro, you're looking at 10% off all items that are in stock and 15% off all OMP. And that would be all OMP sport items. And so sport will be in the name of the item. So 15% off those. And B2 helmets, Apex, running at $199.95, and the B2 helmet known as the Vision running at $179.95, 
through December 31st. So this is an extended sale on the B2 brand of helmets. So if you want to find out more about those particular sales, hop on over to www.ogracing.com or reach out to Mark Francis, who was on the show earlier this year at mark at ogracing.com as well. I believe the showroom is open again, but I would definitely call OG Racing to make sure you don't need an appointment uh, if you want to run down there last minute and see what they have on the shelf or try something on. But you can call them. Their staff is super knowledgeable and they'll be able to virtually fit you uh, as well based on some criteria as we learned on that previous episode. And if you're looking for Mark, he told me before that he's there pretty much every Thursday. Perfect. Even better. So thanks to the guys at OG for extending those uh, promotions and letting us know about it. So moving on, talking back about the OG and all the stuff that you can buy, you know, for safety for you and your car. You need that stuff when you go to the track and Hooked on Driving, one of the, you know, the many organizations out there that provide track events and track days and stuff like that. They have what's called a frequent driver program. They offer it two times per year. Uh, and it, it works out on a sliding scale. I think basically you spend a certain amount of money. The more you spend, the extra and bonuses you get. Um, there's two levels. There's the gold and the silver level. If you've got any questions, you can surely reach out to Hooked on Driving. You can reach out to Mona directly if you're here in the Northeast uh, and she'll hook you up. They've got uh, also gift certificates as well. Somebody gave me one as a wedding gift uh, that I was very happy about. So if you yourself want to go to the track or you know some people that you want to send to the track, uh, reach out to Hooked on Driving and get, get yourself a frequent driver program or some gift certificates. And speaking of gift certificates, Mark Hicks, who was on the show earlier this year, also mentioned to us that Chin Track Days has online gift certificate sales as well. So you can actually go to their website, chintrackdays.com, and purchase gift certificates for Chin Track Weekend as well. And again, these are just two of the many clubs out there that offer this kind of service that people don't realize you can buy a track day for someone else. So gift your petrol head a track day. Probably heard over the years, you could get all sorts of Cadillac cologne and Jaguar driving gloves and And Volkswagen sausages, Volkswagen sausages (laughs) and Porsche designed sunglasses. But did you know a name that's synonymous with motorsports, that being Momo has a website devoted to apparel and accessories and motorcycle gear, et cetera. It's known as Momo design. You can check it out by using the link that's in the follow-on article to this episode, but they carry a full online store with his and hers apparel, motorcycle gear, sunglasses, watches, accessories, and more. And it's all reasonably priced and is made and ships from Italy. So right from Momo, really cool stuff. One of the other things you might be able to get for your loved one is something that's actually free right now. And that's a membership to one of our new partners, Garage Riot. Garage Riot is the car enthusiast social network. It's a great place for petrol heads, motorsports fanatics, uh, anybody that's into cars, even casually. It's a great place to share ideas, share stories, pictures, events you're going to, et cetera, with like-minded people. It's a great down-to-earth environment. It's not like anything you've probably used before. It's it's not like your Instagrams and your Facebook groups and things like that. It's really geared for petrol heads and motorsports and car enthusiasts alike. Uh, great environment. Brad and I are on there along with a bunch of other GTM members. So head on over to Garage Riot and check it out. So that's www.garageriot.com. And stay tuned for an upcoming episode where we dig in deep with the CEO and founder of Garage Riots, you can learn all about the service in more detail. What about for you? What is something that Eric wants, not for his car, not for his garage, or Tanya, not for her car, not for her garage? You know, Jess would cringe at me saying this, but I could go for another motorsport or car-inspired watch to be honest with you. Cause like the DeLorean watch is fantastic. It's a really gorgeous watch in person, but there's some really cool ones out there. There's some Porsche watches, BMW motorsport ones, even though I'm not the biggest BMW fan, but some other, their kit is really cool. The Momo watches are pretty neat. If you're looking at those, I like stuff like that. I will say one thing just for me that I, I think I would like to have, and this is because I recently posted about this on Garage Riot and and I watched a video on motorsport.tv. I would like to have a model of the first 
Jaeger liveried car, and that happens to be a 914.6. That'd be a good get. Right? They just got to find it. That's the, that's the thing. And, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, head over to motorsport.tv and search for Jaegermeister. Uh, there's a 30-minute video on there uh, talking about the history of the Jaeger cars and one of the largest collections, single-owner collections of Jaeger livery cars, etc. And he happens to also, in his showroom, have a the largest collection of Jaeger models. Uh, there's about 144 of them total. He's got them in 143rd scale. But I thought it was really cool that he owns car number one, Jaeger livery number one, and the final Jaeger livery car, which happens to be an Opel touring car V8. And the first one is a 914.6. And then he's got a ton of cars in between. Really good episode, really cool stuff. Definitely worth checking out. So what about you, Brad? Just for you. Uh, just for me. Well, you know, you're, you're talking about Jaeger and everything. I'm actually getting a little thirsty. So a new bottle of Jaeger would be great for me and in, in my freezer. Uh, also to go with that, about, to go with that case of rich energy you have and, and my Haribo. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also, I used to have one and I don't know what happened to it. I thought I gave it to you. I had a 118 scale Mark four GTI. And I do not know what happened to it. I'm so furious that I can't find it. Um, but I want one. And then I want to sand it down and kind of paint it like my car and essentially just do a replica. Now, there is a company on Instagram that I follow, but they actually make wooden models of anything you want. You send them pictures. I'm sure it's super expensive, but someday I feel like I will have, I will have one of those. That's actually really cool. Especially 118 scale cars, those are harder to come by anymore. Everybody seems to have shifted to 143rd. I have a problem moving to that, right? I mean, we talked about this, about, you know, the, the model Jeep and the Hot Wheels and stuff like that it's hard to transition to a whole new collection. I mean, I started with one eighteenths and, and I have a lot of them and they're, they're really cool. But then it's like, you look at a Hot Wheels, you know, 164th scale, I believe they are. And it's like, you can get them for 70 cents when they're on sale, 50 cents, you know, 94 cents at Walmart, stuff like that. It's hard to say, hey, here's a four inch car and it's it's 80 bucks. You know what I mean? Um, kind of deal. So, so I haven't been able to transition into that market. Uh, and if we are talking about model cars that we'd love to have, I mentioned this to somebody the other day. If I could have any one 118 scale car right now, there's actually two I would have. One is the Han Stuck Audi 90 ITU car, like I saw at Watkins Glen back, you know, in the 80s when, when they were running there in Trans Am with SCCA. And I think the other one I would love to have is like an 88, 89 Sauber C9 Mercedes LMP car. Those are going to be super hard to find. I don't even know if, you know, Auto Art or, you know, Maisto or any of those guys make those, but that'd be, that'd be really cool. Again, that's, that's a, for me thing, but since we're talking about for ourselves, you know, that, that'd be super cool as well. So I think I'm going to take advantage of the sock sale. <laughs> Somebody else has to take advantage of the sock sale for you, Tanya. This is Christmas time. <laughs> the list is going to be long. <laughs> And then I have to decide how many socks is an appropriate amount of socks. She'll be ready by December 2021. There's that many socks to choose from is the problem. They have a huge selection. It's great, isn't it? I would definitely have one of the alpha ones. I haven't decided which one yet. I like both. My so favorites are the the Mercedes, the Win Mercedes uh, GTD car. Mm -hmm. The ones that I wore at the wedding, those are my favorite by far because they really pop underneath like a dark suit or something. My second favorite, I call the wind socks my good luck sock. My second favorite are the, the Ferrari 250 GTO inspired socks. Those are fantastic too. Yeah, see, I'm gonna be more of the enjoys the socks as she looks over her feet at the TV kind of. <laughs> <laughs> that is perfectly acceptable. But wait, there's more. If you want to get more holiday shopping ideas, head on over to www.gtmotorsports.org and search holiday to pull up this article and previous year's suggestions and check out all of our recommendations. To help support the club you love, think about picking up some GTM swag. And thanks to one of our members, we recently released a new online store. The URL is schwag, which is spelled S-C-H-W-A-G. So that's schwag.gtmotorsports.org or jump onto our main website, gtmotorsports.org and click on store. So all the remaining goodies we have in stock 
are listed on the website, the full inventory. And then we have some new items coming for 2021, which we will release probably sometime in December or closer to the new year as we're still developing that stuff for next year. But we do have a new store. It's pretty cool. There's a lot of different things you can do there. And we're also going to be doing some cross-selling and cross-promotion with some of our other partners through the store site. And remember, GTM is fueled by volunteers, and we need your support to help keep things going. And during this time of giving, consider helping us out by subscribing to GTM through Patreon. We've always been a no annual fee organization, but we do rely on donations and pledges to help us to continue to deliver awesome content, publish articles, and keep our developers on that strict diet of Fig Newtons, Monster, and Haribo gummy bears. For as little as $2.50 a month, you can show your support. Become a patron today by visiting www.patreon.com slash gtmotorsports. We definitely wouldn't be able to do any of this if it wasn't for our sponsors, our members, our listeners, our audience, everybody. So we want to give a big shout out as we start begin to close out this season to our sponsors and our supporters for everything they've done for us this year. And we look forward to great things with all of them in the 2021 season. So let's give a big round of applause to Chaz's used auto parts. Hooked on driving. Auto fab race cars. OG racing. Battery warehouse. Radial tire company. RLC automotive industries. Crutchfield decals and numbers. Brian Shawd photography. Ultimate outlaws. Breach tech solutions. TLCT Motorworks, Fontana Web Designs, HPDE Junkie, and Garage Riot. Again, thank you all so much for all the help this year, and we can't wait to do great things with you guys next year. So in closing, guys, we can't thank you all enough after 30 some odd episodes that you've been hanging in with us and listening, all the downloads, you know, we're seeing the, the uptick in, in viewership on the website and, and uptick on the podcast and all that. Again, we can't thank you enough for supporting us and, and, and keeping us motivated to continue doing this. So I guess it just leaves us with one thing to say, which is happy, happy holidays. holidays. So from all of us at GTM, thank you, be safe and have a great holiday season. cars in back of us all just waiting to order there's some idiot in a volvo with his bright sign behind me i lean out the window and scream hey what you trying to do blind me my wife says maybe we should talk if you like what you've heard and want to learn more about gtm be sure to check us out on www.gtmotorsports.org you can also find us on instagram at grand touring motorsports also, if you want to get involved or have suggestions for future shows, you can call or text us at 202-630-1770 or send us an email at crewchief at gtmotorsports.org. We'd love to hear from you. Hey listeners, Crew Chief Eric here. Do you like what you've seen, heard, and read from GTM? Great, so do we, and we have a lot of fun doing it. But please remember, we're fueled by volunteers and remain a no annual fee organization, but we still need help to keep the momentum going so that we can continue to record, write, edit, and broadcast all of your favorite content. So be sure to visit www.patreon.com forward slash GT Motorsports or visit our website and click in the top right corner on the support and donate to learn how you can help.